Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Pittsburgh Steelers have seen a lot of turnover in personnel on their defense this season, especially at positions important for communication. I'm your host, Jeffrey Benedict. Welcome to the cutting room floor. The Pittsburgh Steelers lost a lot of starters. If you take away the defensive line and the outside linebackers, once you get past them, The inside linebackers, almost a complete change. The cornerbacks, a lot of different players in key positions. And the safeties have seen change too. When we look at major, the major guys who got snaps, the, the main starters on defense, outside of, outside linebacker and defensive line. So inside linebackers, cornerbacks, and safeties. That's most of the team. As most of the players playing in a dime set, that is six of the 11 players. Seven of the 11 players in nickel, it's seven of the 11 players. In the base formation, it's six. Most of their players are in the secondary and inside linebackers on defense. Let me tell you the people who are gone. Miles Jack, Robert Spillane, Devin Bush, Terrell Edmonds, Cameron Sutton... Arthur Millett. That's six major players. The main returning starters in the secondary and linebackers, Levi Wallace, 
and Minka Fitzpatrick. That's really it. And if things go well with the Steelers' pair of young rookie cornerbacks who look like they're playing well right now, look like they're developing, if things go well with them and say Joey Porter Jr. ends up starting, Levi Wallace moves off that list. And all you have is Minka Fitzpatrick. That's a bunch of new players learning the defense, learning to play with each other. And you're also talking about the players who do the most communicating. Minka Fitzpatrick is a brilliant football player, but he wasn't the guy in charge of communicating in the secondary. That was Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds did that while Minka Fitzpatrick read the play and, you know, took care of his own job. When you have a player who's going to have a little bit of freedom in how they defend the play, that player doesn't need to be telling other people what to do. That player needs to be setting themselves up for success. That's where you want them. Terrell Edmonds was a guy who could, you know, communicate more and still be okay. It didn't really matter so much. You weren't losing anything by having him focused on making sure everyone knew where they were supposed to be. When you talk about the players wearing the green dot, the inside linebackers, almost complete change. The most experienced returning inside linebacker, Mark Robinson. He didn't play that much. So when we look at these positions, these important positions, and the Steelers changing who is there, We're talking about a defense that is going to have growing pains early on. They're going to have some struggles simply because there have been a lot of players replaced, and particularly at these key positions. Now I want to look at the the safety room specifically, uh, and we'll get to the inside linebackers later. Let's start with Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick is going to be carrying a lot of weight this season, especially early on when you have players who haven't worked together a lot, haven't been in this defense much. Minka Fitzpatrick is going to be the guy in the secondary. Now, I think Patrick Peterson will come along quickly. He's a veteran, knows what he's doing. But you're still going to see this team lean on Minka Fitzpatrick to keep them in games, to keep this defense held together when other players are a little more tentative. I'm not going to say even make mistakes. They're just slow to get where they're supposed to be. And in the NFL, man, it doesn't take much. A tenth of a second here, you know, a twentieth of a second over there, and all of a sudden someone's open. It doesn't take much. Minka Fitzpatrick is in an interesting position this season because of the loss of Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds was the jack-of-all-trades, you know, do-whatever-job needs to be done so that Minka Fitzpatrick can do what he does best. He was the Ryan Clark to Minka Fitzpatrick's Troy Polamalu. And now he's gone. The reason Terrell Edmonds worked so well with Minka Fitzpatrick is Minka Fitzpatrick isn't really a man-cover defender. He's not really a guy you want manned up on receivers. He can do it. It's just not great. And when you have a player like Minka Fitzpatrick, 
who's one of the top safeties in the NFL and has a large contract, if he's doing the job that Terrell Edmonds could do and he's doing it less good, then you're not, you know, you're not getting good return on that investment. Minka Fitzpatrick is a phenomenal zone defender. He's not as much of a center fielder as he is uh, deadly when he's in an attacking position where he can attack forward. So the center fielder is kind of your deep safety, especially when he's the deepest defender. Somebody has the responsibility on every play of being the guy who is the deepest, and you just can't let people get past him, right? That's not where Minka Fitzpatrick is at his best at all. Most of his plays are made when someone else is in that role, and Minka Fitzpatrick is able to attack the play and attack where he thinks the ball is going to end up going. Not saying they're saying, okay, if, the, if I'm wrong, like the ball could go past me, so I can't attack that. Like, that's the job of the deepest defender. You have to be back. You have to stay back there. You can't just attack on a whim, even if it's a good whim. Even if you're good at picking up things and, and picking up trends and making plays, you can't risk that when you're the deepest defender. That's not your job. A player who's very good in that role is DeMonte Kazi. He is a true center fielder. If you're talking about a single high safety guy who's just, he's got the whole field to cover, he needs to cover as much of the middle of the field as he can, DeMonte Kazi isn't far behind Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, I talk about what Minka's best at and what he's not as good at. He's not bad at anything, right? And there's a lot of positions he can play where he's, I'll sit there and be like, oh, that's not a good usage of him, but he's still very good. Anything DeMonte Kazi can do, Minka Fitzpatrick does better. On the football field, just just better, right? But DeMonte Kazi, when he's back in deep zone, when he's covering a large amount of space, is very, very close to Minka Fitzpatrick. That's one of Minka Fitzpatrick's weaknesses. That's DeMonte Kazi's strength. So that's a great place to play DeMonte Kazi, and that's what the Steelers did. In fact, that's all... They used DeMonte Kazi to do in 2022. When he was in, he was in deep zone, almost almost exclusively. When Terrell Edmonds was out and DeMonte Kazi and Minka Fitzpatrick were the safeties, Minka was the strong safety, DeMonte Kazi was the free safety. He's just, that's his strength. That's what he does. And that's a good thing because in heavy passing situations, nickel and dime defenses, that frees up Minka to be the very best version of Minka Fitzpatrick. Attacking coverage, doing things like that. Attacking zones, being forward, the, the rat roll where you're kind of in the middle of the field just taking away the entire middle of the field. Minka Fitzpatrick's phenomenal at that. Where that duo will struggle is if you're in man defense and you want to go single high. Let's say you start out and you say, hey, we're going to do man defense. We're going to have two safeties deep, but the offense is able to get a mismatch. They're able to get a top-tier tight end or a wide receiver on a linebacker. Well, when Terrell Edmonds was on the team and that happened, he would go up and pick up that player. And the linebacker would normally blitz or drop into a shallow zone and be the kind of the rat defender, and Minka Fitzpatrick would switch from covering you know, half the field to being the single high safety. 
And they communicated, and cornerbacks changed their leverage and how they defended things. There was a lot that went into it. But they did a really good job on those. And it was a great way to counter mismatches that the offense would generate. But when DeMonte Kazi and Minka Fitzpatrick were playing last year and they were doing those same things, Minka Fitzpatrick in man in those situations wasn't as good. And in fact, was being targeted more frequently than Terrell Edmonds in the same situations. And they were having success. The offense was having success attacking Minka Fitzpatrick in man coverage. So, that's the problem with DeMonte Kazi and Minka Fitzpatrick. Once you get to nickel, you get to dime, you get to the key, you know, obvious passing situations, it's not going to matter. But when it's, you know, there's a front seven in, when it's a 3-4 set or a 4-3 set, and there's just the four defensive backs, and the offense is able to generate mismatches, who's going to step up and counter that? And if it's Minka Fitzpatrick... Ugh, that's not the best option. That's not what you want. But if you try to keep Minka Fitzpatrick out of that and keep him in zone, someone else has to pick that player up. And that falls to linebackers. That can fall to the, the other safety. DeMonte Kazi's not that guy. A player they have been working in that kind of a role is Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal is the safety of the Steelers sign that is, on paper, the replacement for Terrell Edmonds. He's a hard-hitting box safety. He's not terrible in coverage. He's a capable zone defender. As long as you're not asking too much of him, he can do it. He is a safety. You know, he's not like a Vince Williams. He's, he's a guy who can cover in zone. He has to be able to, and he can. The Steelers have been working him on the slot so far in OTAs, which tells me they'd love him to be that kind of a guy that can come up, handle mismatches, you know, at least with help do it. And if he's going to be the third safety and rotate in, that's important. In dime situations, bring him as a dime linebacker. He can be that guy and be a coverage guy and take that role away and that coverage responsibility off of the linebackers. But what's going to be interesting is if he's filling that role, Minka Fitzpatrick is freed up to be the free safety. When those are the two guys on the field. When DeMonte Kazi and Minka Fitzpatrick are on the field, it'd be a different story. Ideally for the Steelers, you want Keanu Neal to be really good in that strong safety role so the Steelers can sit there and look at plays and drives and be like, okay, this is a, you know, we're heading towards the end of the first half. You definitely want DeMonte Kazi and Minka Fitzpatrick as the two safeties. Right? When it's, even if you still have a seven man front because of the personnel the offense puts on the field, you put Minka Fitzpatrick and DeMonte Kazi in there and you have them both play deep because it's going to be a pass play. If it's a situation where the other team is running the ball more, say you're playing a team that's run heavy or their wide receivers hurt or something and they're going to focus on running the ball more, you put in Keanu Neal at strong safety and have Minka play free safety more. You know, there's, there's ways to do this. 
But it's going to be interesting to see how Keanu Neal plays, if he can take that role, if he can be a guy who can go down and be in coverage more. Because if not, that could be a point of struggling, especially early on when you have a lot of guys that are new, a lot of guys that are haven't played together, and you take Minka Fitzpatrick out of zone and put him into man, that's troublesome. That He's not helping other people in that situation, and he's not doing a great job himself either. Last safeties, the depth guys, Elijah Riley. He was not bad in very limited snaps. He's entering his age 25 season, so he's hitting his prime. He's a guy that I think could compete for snaps on this team as a depth player. His main competition at safety is Trey Norwood. Trey Norwood had a phenomenal rookie season playing in the dime role. His second season, he moved to basically just being the backup safety. He had very few uh, snaps in the slot compared to his rookie season and played a lot more deep safety. When you look at percentages of where he lined up, it went from being primarily a slot defender in dime to being primarily a backup safety. And he played a lot fewer snaps. If he wants to earn that job back, he needs to show up in a big way this offseason and in camp. There's not tough competition for the number four safety. Number four safety is mostly right now, it's like Elijah Riley, Trey Norwood. You know, if the Steelers don't carry a fifth safety just for special teams, then you're competing with Miles Killebrew for that job. But it's going to be easier to get on the field as a number four. It's going to be easier to make the roster as a number four safety than it's going to be to see the field. Steelers have a lot of cornerbacks. Steelers are three deep at safety. Getting those snaps is going to be tough. For Trey Norwood or Elijah Riley, I think one of those two will stick around. Most likely the other one doesn't make this team. I think... uh, I think that last spot there is kind of locked in for special teams. All right, that's the first half of our show. That's the safety room. We're going to take a break. and we get back, we're going to talk about the inside linebackers. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, Steeler fans, to the cutting room floor. We covered the free safeties and strong safeties and all the question marks surrounding that position in the first half of the show. In the second half of the show, we're going to switch gears and go to the inside linebackers. The Steelers lost all three of their linebackers. And really, really, it wasn't really a loss. And I'm not saying that to insult them. I'm saying the Steelers didn't want them. The Steelers could have had them back. The Steelers just didn't bring them back, really, is more the issue. And they swap, they're going to swap out their main three linebackers entirely. Their main three inside linebackers are all going to be different. The big replacement they brought in is Cole Holcomb. Cole Holcomb is coming off an injury and hasn't really done much in OTAs. He's being brought along slowly. Cole Holcomb. When he gets back into form, brings leadership, good run defense, very strong tackling. He's the kind of linebacker the Steelers have been missing. If you think the last couple of seasons, that's the guy they've needed. Is a guy who is good on run defense, is a very solid tackler, is aggressive, and can really be, you know, help the Steelers run defense, not just you know, if the defensive line does the job, he can finish it for them. A guy who actually brings positive, you know, impact in, against the run. In coverage, he's not bad as long as you understand his limitations. He's not Vince Williams, where, you know, you have to really carve out a role for him where, where he's not going to get attacked in coverage. He's not that low on the on the totem pole, but he's also not... You know, your your middle linebacker who's going to drop deep in Tampa, too, that's going to carry people, is going to play, you know, decent tight ends and run in uh, man defense. He's not that guy. He's better than either Miles Jack or Robert Spillane were in coverage. If we look at the linebackers last season, Devin Bush was so hit or miss last year, but so it's hard to value it. But when he was playing really well, his better games... He was, he's, was still a good coverage linebacker. And so I would put Devin Bush ahead of Cole Holcomb as a cover linebacker. Because when he was good, it was better than what Cole Holcomb brings. 
Next to Cole Holcomb, we're expecting to see a Landon Roberts. A Landon Roberts is undersized. He's Devin Bush-sized, really. He's, he's roughly the same size as Devin Bush. But he's an aggressive hitter, and he's tough. He blitzes well. He, he's a thumper against the run. I wouldn't consider him to be a great run defender. He'll miss routes. He'll miss reads. The same way Devin Bush did at that height, there are things you're not going to see in the backfield at times. And you're going to go the wrong way, or you're going to miss your cue, or you're going to be a little late to the party. It's just part of being that small. But he is very aggressive, very quick when he sees what he sees. He's very quick to attack it. And he's very tough. Alandon Roberts is probably a little underrated in pass coverage. Uh, he he dropped quite a lot at Miami in the Dolphins. He he was a he didn't blitz much, but he covered well. At least in 2021 under Brian Flores, it wasn't as good in 2022, but that was that was a different story there. Uh, those two are going to greatly improve the Steelers' run defense. But they don't do as much to address the coverage issues. If you look at Robert Spillane and Miles Jack, and you look at them in coverage, and you look at Cole Holcomb and Alandon Roberts, it's not hard to argue the Steelers have upgraded coverage there. But one of the problems they had last season was linebackers in coverage. So a minor upgrade on a, on, a, on a serious weakness is a problem. And again, one of the major players who helped cover for linebackers getting into bad matchups was Terrell Edmonds. And he's gone. And they haven't really replaced him with anyone with a similar skill set. So you're looking at a situation where like the Steelers come out in their 3-4 set. Who's your... Who's your coverage? Who's covering a good tight end? Like, that's that's a real question here. Who's doing that? If you've got DeMonte Kazi and Minka Fitzpatrick in at safety, you've got Cole Holcomb and Landon Roberts at inside linebacker, you've got two good receivers on the outside taking up your cornerbacks, who's covering that tight end? That's the question. We've seen Minka Fitzpatrick step up and take that job. He did it in, in against the Las Vegas Raiders. It didn't go well. It didn't go well. The Raiders were able to move the ball. They, they had to kind of balance between Minka Fitzpatrick covering for other people and then shifting the defense so that he didn't have to. They were almost better having linebackers on those tight ends than having Minka Fitzpatrick in zone just kind of in the area where he could actually make a play on the ball. Maybe they'll go that route. Maybe this team is built up to, to play Minka underneath more and give help to these linebackers. Maybe that's their goal. We'll see. But right now we're looking at this and we're saying there is a coverage weakness here, and it's real. We talked about on the Curtain Call podcast that I do with Shannon White about an interview with Vince Williams and Alan Saunders, where Alan Saunders was talking about how Vince Williams said the Steelers ask a lot more, not a little more, a lot more of their linebackers in coverage than other teams. And that's one of the reasons the Steelers struggle in coverage is because they've been asking more out of those linebackers. 
That was under under Dick LeBeau and under Keith Butler. That was true. Linebackers had a lot of work and coverage to do. Now we're in number we're in year number two of Terrell Austin's defense, and the personnel has changed. The defensive backs have changed greatly. The linebackers have changed greatly. We're sitting here looking at it saying this doesn't fit what we've seen in the past. And it's quite possible the defense is going to cover these gaps, or at least try to cover these gaps, in very different ways than we expect. That's out there. That is a, that is a thing. But if not, <laughs> this team has some serious weaknesses in coverage from the state in man coverage at both safety and linebacker. Behind a Landon Robertson Cole Holcomb is Mark Robinson. Fantastic at sniffing out run plays. He is learning the basics of coverage. Not even the more advanced stuff, not the, you know, playing well with others and, and interacting well, handling handing people off, knowing, you know, how to execute zone defense at a high level. He's not even there. He's not even learning those things yet, as far as I can tell. He, he still looks like he's in the, you know, learning how to play these defenses. He's not likely to be an upgrade in coverage over the guys in front of him. In fact, he's probably worse. Because those guys know what they're doing. They're just not, you know, the most talented at it. Mark Robinson doesn't actually fully know what he's doing. He's learning it still. That's an issue. When you look beyond Landon Roberts, Mike, Mark Robinson, and Cole Holcomb, you have Tanner Muse and Chappelle Russell. They're the only two left on the roster. Those are the other two inside linebackers. They are more coverage guys. But they're also your fourth and fifth linebacker on this team. And they're not really looking... They're not players getting, you know first-team snaps. They're not players getting chances here to, to earn these roles. I, I don't think we're going to see Tanner Muse rotating in on nickel downs. I don't see that happening. Could be wrong. Maybe he steps up. But he hasn't been that guy so far. He I don't think he's going to be that guy. We have Keanu Neal learning to be the dime linebacker. That helps in dime. Dime, there's a lot of different ways to cover a lot of different things. I'm not as worried about dime defense. I'm not even as worried about nickel defense because you have extra defensive backs on the field. You can do the three safety thing. There, there's ways to get around coverage weaknesses when you get more defensive backs on the field. Where this really, really stands out is when the Steelers have a seven-man front. Traditionally, they're 3-4 look. That's that's where the loss of Terrell Edmonds is going to be potentially felt the strongest. But again, we're going to have to see what kind of defense the Steelers are running. I think we're looking at a defense set to run a lot of cover two and cover three. It's going to be very interesting to see how these linebackers hold up. Who's the linebacker that's going to be asked to drop deep in that Tampa 2 look? That, that complements a cover, you know, a cover three very well. Who's going to be doing that? It's a, it's a big question. Don't have answers for you right now. It'll be interesting to see. Overall, 
while I have this one glaring problem that I keep talking about here with coverage over this offseason, the Steelers still haven't addressed it, at least as far as the point where I'm recording this episode. Steelers haven't addressed it yet. The, the linebacker room, I think overall, is better. I think it's better than it was last season. And I think for the most part, the coverage is going to be better than it was last season. From the inside linebackers, it'll be less of a weakness than it was, but not by a great margin. And last year's coverage had a very, very big room for improvement. There was a lot, a lot of room for improvement, and they've improved a little. Which means there's still quite a bit of room. (laughs) There's still quite a bit left. It's going to be interesting to see. I I think we're going to see better run defense. Which, if the Steelers' offense is scoring more, may matter less. I just, you know, this... it, It seems to me like the offense is built to control the clock and score points. And I think they're going to be able to score more points than they did last time. I recently did an a article about Kenny Pickett's red zone passing and how if he goes from, you know, between the, between the 20s, he was a very good quarterback, statistically. When he got inside the red zone, he was one of the worst. That's a lot of, in my opinion, him and Deontay Johnson not having good timing together. They didn't have that timing on where it needed to be. You know, that level of execution wasn't where it needed to be. George Pickens' routes weren't where they needed to be. And when you're two receivers, you know, you're not quite on the right page with both of them. And you're down where there's not a lot of space to operate. The windows are tighter. The chemistry needs to be there. And it wasn't. It wasn't there. He doesn't have to become a great red zone quarterback, just an average red zone quarterback for this team to go take what they did last season and be one of the better offenses in the NFL. I mean, like, one of the top top five offenses in the NFL for scoring per drive. That's how far off they were. They were three touchdown passes in the red zone away. And that's just puts Kenny Pickett at kind of average red zone passing. So if we think the offense can improve with the play calling, the route design, the route execution, the timing with Deontay Johnson, Kenny Pickett himself improving heading into his second year, getting the tight ends more involved, so with some play action which the Steelers are working on. If we think the Steelers offense can be, take that step, and be a middle of the pack passing red zone offense, this team is going to score a lot of points. And if they're scoring a lot of points, and they're eating clock, the defense isn't going to be on the field as much, but they're going to be facing more passing. And I think the Steelers are built, and need to be built, to handle a lot of dime and nickel sets. Because the goal early is going to be, stop the run, get a lead. Stop the run, score points, get leads, make plays. And then when it becomes obvious passing situations, you've got Minka Fitzpatrick, you've got T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. 
you've got a defensive line with talent, and especially, especially if that defensive line isn't tired out. You've got a team that can attack the quarterback. The problem we need to see is, is how are you dealing with tight ends in those situations? How are you dealing with running backs? Uh, because that could be a weakness. If that's your only weakness, though, honestly, if that's the weakness of this defense, if these cornerbacks develop well, uh, Patrick Peterson and Minkovitz Patrick are playing well together, the, you know, Keanu Neal as dime linebacker works out, there's a lot of things here that just say, okay, that's if that's your weakness, okay, that's your weakness. You can still win games. There's a lot of teams out there that have bigger glaring weaknesses than the Steelers do at coverage, ability, and inside linebacker. There's other teams with bigger weaknesses. If the Steelers can come together on offense and the rest of the defense is playing well and healthy, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith stay healthy, the defensive line stays healthy, this team's going to be tough to deal with. There is this weakness that, that kind of gives me pause. And this is the biggest one, is... is the inside linebackers in coverage with Terrell Edmonds not there to help. I don't know. I don't know how big it's going to be. I don't want to be, you know, sounding the the siren of the apocalypse, but I don't also I also don't want to sit here and say, "Man, look at the Steelers and ignore this one thing." That's actually kind of concerning. We'll see how it sorts out. We will see how it sorts out. Um we still got the defensive line and the outside linebackers to talk about. That's going to be a lot of fun. Those are some fun positions to talk about, especially with this team. We'll do that next week. Make sure you're checking out the rest of the shows here on the Steel Curtain Network. Make sure you're clicking over to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for articles, keeping you up to date on what's going on with the Steelers this offseason. As always, thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. And let's go Steelers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.